0: Welcome to my podcast. I'm the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. You are complicated. Everything seems to have been figured out except how to live a happy life guided by wisdom and reason. What does it mean to be a good person? What is love? Who am I before I was told who I am? Why haven't I found myself yet? Why do I have regrets? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, we've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. We grow to fear that we will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if we think for ourselves and question the rules and roles that we've been told define us. Only when wisdom and reason removes this illusion can we live authentically in the world around us and become our real selves. Episode number 30. What do you fear? Part one of two. Do you fear life more than death? Are you afraid to go on living? Almost from the moment of birth you were told that the absence of pain is pleasure and the absence of unhappiness is happiness. So all your life has been a struggle to make life less unpredictable, less uncomfortable, painless, and easy. To rid it of conflict, suffering, disappointment, and loss. Yet, challenges are essential to life. Working through hardship, sorrow, and bad luck, we assert ourselves, we grow in character, and we mature in wisdom. Life is spontaneous and chaotic, as a triangle has three sides. It just is. You may believe that you are a strong person, but truthfully, no one knows how strong until you are tested by the spontaneous chaos of life. Rather than merely endure, like a target filled with arrows. You must open yourself and embrace the chaos, like a tree filled with nests. Let it kill you, let it resurrect you, and let it make you brave. It's not enough to be strong. The strong may endure, but to go on living One must be durable. Ernest Hemingway wrote in A Farewell to Arms, the world breaks everyone, and afterward many are strong at the broken places. Do you fear parenthood? You choose your children but your children do not choose you. A daughter does not choose her mother, and a son does not choose his father. One day, your mother and father just showed up in your life like a butterfly on a flower. Your father and mother told you who they are and who you are, and you just accepted what they told you just the same as your child will accept you as its mother or father. There will come a time in life, in your life, when you will wonder whether your son or daughter would choose you as a father or mother. Not at the moment of birth, but now at the moment of your daughter's abortion or your son's alcoholism? Are you the father your daughter would choose or the mother your son would choose today? The answer is not where you look and hope to find it. The answer is not a measure of how deeply you love your child but of how much your child loves you. The answer is not in you, but in your child's picture of you. Your child's picture of you is terrifying because it is not in your power to control. You live in fear of the moment your child begins to judge for itself. Fear not. No one ever became drunk on a picture of wine. Are you afraid to follow the herd? Imagine a color you have never seen. Imagine a person you have never met. Imagine a horse with the horn of a rhinoceros. What's it look like? Yes, it looks like a unicorn, but you can't imagine a unicorn if you've never seen a horse and a rhinoceros. You can't think about things that you have never experienced. Our experience is the limit of our thoughts. You were born in the herd The herd gave birth to you. The herd is your life. The herd is all you know. Conformity is all you have ever known like a fish knows only water. A fish who cannot imagine dry land is one who cannot desire water. If you cannot imagine individuality, then you can neither fear nor desire conformity. So what are you afraid of? Can you think of a pencil that is both sharp and blunt at the same time? Can you think of an electron that is both here and there and everywhere at the same time? Why can't you remember the future as well as the past. We cannot experience things that we can't think about. Our thoughts are the limit of our experience. Conformity is the limit of your thoughts, and followership is the limit of your experience. You fear something, but it's not the herd. You fear something in you, a doubting, a questioning, that is as real and compelling as the certainty you feel in the herd. Greater is the individuality that pulls you away from the herd than the conformity that pushes you toward it. Are you afraid to leave the herd. You are not as trapped as you think you are. You may feel powerless, but actually you are in control. You control the most important things in the universe. You control your life and your destiny. Life is chess and you are playing both the black and white pieces. You decide how to live. No one else has the right or the privilege to control your life. It belongs only to you. You have the power and the freedom to think for yourself and to choose how to live. But most people never choose Most people fear freedom. Most people fear choice. Most people are afraid to think and afraid to reason for oneself. So in life, in your life, you look for an escape from freedom. You don't decide how to live. You don't choose how to live. You don't even think about how to live. You just do as you are told. You think as you are told. You feel as you are told. And you live as you are told by the majority. You obey the rules and play the roles that you were told by the majority. You conform to the norms and expectations of the majority, and the structures of the majority become the structures of your life and the structures of your consciousness. You live and die without ever giving birth to a single original thought or idea, feeling or emotion or action. At the end of this life, your life, a life of coercion, compulsion, and conformity, you feel cheated. You feel cheated because you wake up and see that you didn't have the life you wanted. You become angry and blame other people. You blame the people you love. You blame the people you know who are like you And you blame the strangers you don't know, who are not like you. There are many kinds of success, but only one true failure. The hammer and nails are in your hand. You crucify the individual who is in you on the cross of conformity to the herd. You sacrificed freedom for order and individuality for community. Each individual becomes the other and the individual is lost. In a lonely crowd of others, no one is himself. Other people are like a mirror Other people allow you to see who and what you are. You imagine other people's judgment of your appearance. If their judgment of you is negative, then you surrender your individuality. You betray your authentic self, just like Peter betrayed Jesus. I don't know the man You choose to struggle to satisfy the majority standards and expectations as your individuality slowly drowns in a sea of conformity. Once the minority believed that the world was round. The minority believed that the earth orbits the sun. The minority believed that germs cause disease. Belief in sexual and racial fairness and equality was once a minority view. Believing and following the majority has never been a promise of truth or justice or wisdom or happiness even if the minority is only a single person, then his or her view may be right and the world wrong. Socrates, Wittgenstein, Siddhartha, Jesus, Shakespeare, Joyce, every new idea enters the world through the mind of one person with the courage to be an individual. The philosopher, Kierkegaard, instructed his family to place a specific inscription on his gravestone. Tattooed on my left arm is the same inscription, the individual. The church refused. The majority refused. Martin Heidegger, the philosopher, said, everyone is the other and no one is himself. Are you afraid of freedom? Individuals need community, but personhood is not dependent on community. You are a person before you join the herd, before you achieved social acceptance, before you earn society's approval. You are a person before you play a social role, before you earn a social status, and before you contribute to society. How well or poorly you fulfill the norms and expectations of others can neither diminish nor abdicate your individuality. You possess personhood, not because of the prestigious job you have, the expensive possessions you own, the significant goals you accomplish, the power and influence you control or the importance of your role in society. You possess personhood merely by virtue of being born a human being. How enthusiastically or indifferently, how successfully or unsuccessfully you play the game of life is irrelevant. The opposite of success is not failure. It is individuality. You cannot escape your destiny, but you can write your own life story. You can write your own destiny. Kwame Gyekye said, One is a person because of what he is, not because of what he acquires. Are you afraid of losing something? Have you ever lost your car keys? You search your pockets where they should be, but your car keys are not there. You search in the kitchen, in the bedroom, in the living room, in the den, and in the bathroom. You search everywhere inside your home, but you don't find them. That's because your car keys are in the driveway where you dropped them. You lost your car keys outside your house, but you only search for them inside your house. That's because inside is where you discovered your car keys are lost. You feel alone. You feel hopeless. You feel empty. You feel sad. You feel afraid. So you look for answers inside yourself because that's where these feelings are. You think there must be something wrong inside you. Something must be broken or missing. But you are completion you are perfection you have everything you need the key is not inside you look in the driveway Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, The Laughing Philosopher. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I've devoted my professional life to the intersection of sociology and philosophy, where the contemporary problems of life meet the ideas and convictions of the greatest human minds. Join me by subscribing to The Laughing Philosopher as we use reason and wisdom to explore big answers to the most important of all big questions, how to live.